welcome to our podcast. Uh, this is uh, Elizabeth Milan, and I have uh, my boyfriend, uh, Mike McDaniels, here with me. Hello, hey, Mike. how's it going, guys? <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, yeah, like we mentioned on our video vlogs, we're going to start a new podcast. But before I say anything else, I'd like to thank uh, Evan Cassidy, uh, the cast man himself, for giving us the chance to do this podcast. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, I'd like to start by uh, saying a little bit about myself. Uh, uh, like I mentioned before, I am an actress and a stand-up comedian. I actually started my uh, stand-up, uh, my, my career as a stand-up comedian in 2016. Um, that is the same year my father passed away. So what I did is uh, I started, you know, taking classes at a theater in Santa Ana, and yeah that's how it all started i had a graduation class and after that that same year i started doing uh open mics at the uh now closed down unfortunately at anchor bar <laughs> and i met um evan through my friend uh he's a turkish american comedian uh, we all know him as kiki uh keenan kaya yeah great guy <laughs> and yeah, so I started doing open mic. It, it was a, a great time, you know, because back then I lived in uh, Garden Grove, so I just had to uh, drive down there. And yeah, they were pretty awesome times. And I was also doing open mics at, uh, in Santa Ana at a restaurant. And yeah, uh, chapter one, yeah, which is pretty close to the theater and where, where I first started. And it was great. So because of my involvement at that theater, I uh, was able to do my first film last year, which is called The Show Can't Go On. And uh, well, I'm pretty glad to be part of that project because uh, we won. We have won many awards. You know, the film, it hasn't been released. Like, I haven't seen the film myself, even though it was filmed last summer. But yeah, it should be a fun, uh, fun film. Um, I played Stella in that movie, and it was fun because my character is completely different from what I'm really like. Like, she gets on people's faces, and she talks behind people's backs, so, and it's it's fun, you know. She also swears a lot, but I do that in real life, so I guess uh, Stella and I is not, uh, you know, she's not so different uh, from what, what I'm like, so, yeah, it was a fun experience, and now... Uh, I had other projects going on for 2020, but, you know, as we all know, uh, this year surprised us since March, and so we had to postpone a lot of events. Uh, I had some um, stand-up shows in L.A. and Long Beach, but, you know, they have been uh, canceled or postponed, so, you know, hopefully uh, 2021 is better for us and we can get back to doing what we love, but uh, right now I'm just focusing on doing our video blogs and now this podcast and yeah um hopefully we get to do other stuff uh, uh what about you mike uh well i'm a guitarist for an extreme metal band uh right now we're currently working on lyrics and writing new material i don't have very good equipment right now all i have is just a 100 watt amp three guitars and you know <laughs> terrible pedals but 
yeah i'm still working on that and then currently i'm working you know looking for a vocalist in my band because if i can't do vocals i can ask someone else to do it for me because i've been having voice problems lately you know singing and screaming along the lyrics uh i currently am unemployed at the moment thanks to the virus well i i call it the corolla virus sometimes as a joke uh but i'm doing pretty good right now thanks to the love of my life right next to me you know <laughs> supporting me and getting me through this whole pandemic yeah thanks babe <laughs> <laughs> it's no problem babe and it also helps me that there's family and friends around us who inspire us to keep going yeah like uh Things will be different if it wasn't for our friends and family, really. Yeah, De definitely. I'm more of a family person, you know, even though I like to play music and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all my introduction because <laughs> <laughs> I had weird past back then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, how did you start it with music, though? Uh, a friend of mine in high school, he uh, told me about guitars, like, hey, I should give it a chance because... You know, I saw him play, and I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. But he's playing all these, like, you know, Nirvana and Alice in Chains songs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm more of, like, <coughs> Slayer and Motorhead and King Diamond kind of stuff. All the mm -hmm. fast, crazy stuff. So, uh, he taught, you know, he got you into guitar, but as far as music, you guys have, like, very different tastes, right? Yep. I'm more of the extreme heavy stuff. He's more of the... Alternate rock, you know, easygoing college stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't. They call it college rock. I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he's into that too. Oh, I see. Yeah, I haven't spoke to him in five, six years. Oh wow. Yeah, because yeah. he's currently working and I'm doing my thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you meet people and then, for whatever circumstance, you stop talking and. Yeah. It happens. That's the circle of life. Yeah, true. So, yeah, going back to my film, um, I just remember that we have an upcoming uh, film festival in October. So it's going to be virtual, you know, so we're going to be have a chance to connect and uh, talk to people and, you know, do what you do at film festivals, but with social distancing because, you know, it's going to be virtual. And we also have an upcoming... Um, well, hopefully we can do it in person for uh, summer of 2021 in Vegas. So, uh, yeah, that film festival sounds like it's also going to be fun. And Yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah. So what are your plans for the future as far as music is concerned? Well, getting married, having children, starting a family. But, you know, with your music, like, oh, what do you need to do to uh, well, get back to doing it? Right now, I need better equipment, and my bandmates need to get their equipment, too, so we can prepare ourselves. Right. Equipment, yeah. Yeah, I'm still writing lyrics, but some of my lyrics is not okay for others. <laughs> right, yeah. Sometimes you can cause controversy when you write music because a lot of people may not be okay w with what you have to say, but sometimes you just have to take the risk, I guess. Yeah. I'll write about anything, like serial killers and crazy demonic stuff. <laughs> that doesn't reflect who I am. I'm just a kind guy who likes heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. So sometimes, yeah, 
yeah, it's kind of like what I already mentioned with my film, you know, my, my character, she's quite different from, like, I wouldn't do the things she did. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, <laughs> saying all those things, like, you know, being angry all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, music and all that. Yeah, like, my music, they say it's angry and controversial when I'm not an angry person. I'm just a... You know, a guy who likes heavy, dark, brutal stuff. Yeah, but sometimes musicians give that impression, right? Like, yeah. oh, look at these angry lyrics. This person must be angry in real life. <laughs> well, me, I'm not so angry. Unless someone picks up my family or the people I love, then I turn into that monster. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't I don't like it when people pick on my family. Like, I, I have a younger sister. We're only two years apart, but whenever people would pick on her then that's when i would defend her and things will get nasty and <laughs> you know yeah like my siblings anyone picks up them i turn into a real psychopath but i'm not gonna hurt anybody i'll just curse them out and give <laughs> that evil eye <laughs> yeah right me too yeah like one time i did have to get physical with someone who tried to mess with my sister but that was when i was uh 14 you know she was 12 so teenage years yeah <laughs> so it was kind of like oh why don't you pick on someone your own size and then uh, like th- she was a girl too so we just punch each other out <laughs> yeah but the, yeah the, um, long story short my my mom had to get involved yeah like separating us <laughs> yeah family you know usually mothers have to get involved it turns it's kind of south in a way yeah yeah last time me and my brother had a physical fight i think my mom had to break it up Oh. Because I, I bashed his head against the wall like twice and I punched him out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So. Family. Yeah. That was like, <laughs> I don't know, like 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. And you still remember. <laughs> I barely remember that day. Yeah. It, it sucked. <laughs> Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does suck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So what else has people said about your music? Well, my mom understands I'm a guitarist and, uh, you know, I play this heavy stuff, but she don't like the lyrics. Because, mm-hmm. like, one of my songs I was writing, I threw an F-bomb in there just for the hell of it. Mm. Well, I was drinking when I wrote those lyrics, so I, I didn't remember how I wrote them. Oh, so she said why you have so, ma- so many swear words in your music? I only have one F-bomb in my song, <laughs> that's it. But the rest of the songs, I just talk about scary graphic gory things yeah i mean compared to other songs i bet yours is not as bad right when it comes to lyrics <laughs> yeah, i'll only throw the f-bomb out just for the hell of it but i wouldn't say it all the time right yeah me neither like yeah my mom yeah sometimes she gives opinions about my comedy too like one time i talked about a really bad trip to mexico last august mm-hmm because you know you know the details about the trip we went there we took a bus like because uh, you know we wanted to save money we took the bus from uh, anaheim to san diego and then we uh we got another bus to go to tj and that's where we got the plane to go to mexico city it, it was a really bad trip because august is rainy season uh, oh yeah my mom kind that. of forgot so there were a lot of delays with the flight going from TJ to Mexico City. And then uh, they said, uh, 
I thought the plane was going to fall at one point. <laughs> oh. And so I freaked out. And then uh, when we were finally about to get to the air, uh, airport, they said that it had to get shut down because it was flooded with all that rain. And when we finally got there, um, it turns out that the, um, the hotel room that we wanted to stay at was all booked. Oh, so damn. <laughs> yeah we had luckily there was another hotel uh close to the hotel we wanted to stay at so we went there but you know we we didn't have any umbrellas so we were getting wet and everything and then the the, the beds at the hotel were super hard and when i try to sleep in that hard ass bed um uh, there were dogs at a nearby house who just started barking and throwing themselves at the iron door that they had i hate that (laughs) i'm like how am i supposed to sleep in this hard ass bed and with all those dogs making so much noise and yeah after that we went to a relative's house and then uh let's just say you got into an argument with uh a political (laughs) argument with my cousin (laughs) oh yeah It, it was it was kind of funny but after that my mom goes like you know what i'm tired of being here let's just go home so we went to the airport right there in Mexico City to grab a plane to uh, TJ. And then we said uh, it was expensive. so And then we're like, oh, let's just do it straight to L.A., you know, so we can skip all that BS. But All that drama. Yeah, but, oh, oh my God, the, the flights were more expensive going from Mexico to here than uh, the other way around. So Sheesh. what we ended up doing is like, oh, you know what, why don't we just get a a bus you know to go from mexico city to tj so we did that and um the ladies were nice and they were like oh yeah don't worry it's just gonna be a 20 hour trip and you know you should be there like and they were like oh you know 20 hours is not that bad because uh in 2013 i took a bus ride uh with my mom to go to uh portland oregon and, yeah, our feet were slowing, swollen and everything, but other than that, it was okay. So, I'm like, yeah, it's just four more hours, blah, blah, blah. But, so, we got into that bus um, Wednesday night, like, around 9 p.m. That's when it started. Um, Jesus going, Christ. Yeah. And then, uh, long story short, the 20-hour trip turned into a 40-hour trip. So, it started Wednesday night, and we arrived, uh, uh, we got to Anaheim uh on saturday no saturday evening (laughs) yeah it it was bad i'm like oh this is a never-ending nightmare (laughs) yeah so we ate junk on our way like we crossed through uh sinaloa and then sonora and when we finally got to um baja cali uh because you know there's two sides of baja california there's north and south so when we got to uh, baja california north uh that's when i said oh awesome so we stopped by some tacos and i can't handle 40 hour you know anything (laughs) yeah but then the greyhound guy uh the guy who was supposed to drive us from san diego to anaheim oh he was a complete jerk like he had all his uh suitcase not his luggage in the um in the handicap area you know where uh you know, with yeah, uh, passengers the, the with wheelchairs dis- and all that. Yeah, where passengers with dis- with disabilities would sit, he had all his stuff piled up there. I'm like, what the heck is this? And then some late, uh, we had, you know, we have a kid, right? My niece and nephew. Yeah. And then he told my sister, you know what? Take your kids and go to the back of the bus. Th- that's what he said. No kidding. <laughs> what a prick. I know, indeed. And then, um, 
there were some ladies talking there, laughing, you know, the way you would do on any bus trip. And he just turned around. He said, hey, shut up. Like, I'm like, seriously? But he was being rude throughout, you know, like, horrible. So They should have fired him. <laughs> my sister usually doesn't complain. Like, she doesn't go to Yelp and give, like, all these bad reviews. Like, she's not the kind of person to do that. But she had to file a, a complaint against, against this guy because he totally screwed up. Yeah. Nah. I, like, I, I hate rude drivers like that. <laughs> yeah, so like, he... Like, public transportation. I get rude drivers a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, one time, one of them gave, a, gave me, like, this dirty-ass look for no reason at all. And that <laughs> pissed me off. Well, maybe it's because of your band shirts or your your um your vest with all your uh, band patches in it. Yeah. I'm like, you know, what did I do to that person to get <laughs> mad at me? Yes, it's just because sometimes when people are, like, ultra-religious or, you know, just um, prejudiced or uh, even uh, superstitious, they go, like, yeah. oh, this guy's mean, he's this, you know. No, nah, if they can talk to me in person, they'll see I'm a nice guy. I just like heavy music, you know, that's dark, vicious, brutal, whatever you want to call it. Right, yeah, it's like. It's like Elvis said, the image is one thing and the person is another. Thank you. You know, even <laughs> though I don't listen to Elvis, yeah. respect. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I like that quote, you know. Yeah, I'm more of like, I'd say my idol, Ozzy Osbourne, you know, I like him in a way. Even though you can't understand what he says, he's still funny. He's still <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, the way he snaps sometimes, right? Like he has certain reactions to certain things. He goes like, what the fuck? And all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, I would be like Ozzy if I'm drunk. I think one time I did an Ozzy impression. I was drinking with friends, and they, they died laughing. Oh. Uh. <laughs> because I, I couldn't work the television, because I'm not good with direct TV. I'm good with everything else, though. And I'm like, okay, I, I can't even do this. And I'm like, come fix this TV. You know, it's not working or something. And the phone went off. I'm like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you had the chance to train to be a direct TV technician. Oh, no. <laughs> you probably I'll say no thanks. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not good with being a technician. I'm more of a hands-on person. Right. Like, like, if I work at a guitar store, I can work with guitars, as long as there's certain bridges of the guitar that I can work with. Right. When you get into too much technical stuff, it can be complicated, like... You know, I work for a medical group here in Orange County, and um, sometimes things get complicated with my computer, yeah. especially because I work with an app that can do phone calls. So uh, one time I couldn't check my voicemail, and so I had to submit a ticket so that IT could help me, and I'm like, oh, no, this is just crazy. It's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But, so. nah, you know, I would say I'm more hands-on. I can't handle computers. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, uh, basic things about computers is fine, you know, like Microsoft Office or yeah, but yeah. Once there's other programs that are just hard to handle. Like, uh, I'm a uh, certified pharmacy technician, so at one point I had to work at a mom and pop pharmacy, um, in Santa Ana, and they had this program uh so complicated i'm like oh, what man. i i thought i was going the right way to access this and that like 
if they had a, an easier program before and then they switched to that one, then I, I would have to say that was a mistake because it's just yeah. hard for people to to navigate through it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that that would be annoying to navigate like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't handle working pharmacies. I'd rather work maybe inside of a store. It'd be easier like that. Because mm-hmm. I've been a store clerk several times already. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, for retail, yeah, I worked at uh, retail pharmacies before, too. When, you know, yeah. you have the store and then you can get your medication. Yeah. Yeah, it's true about that. But I'm not good with pharmacy stuff either. <laughs> I've never even taken a class about <laughs> it. Yeah, it can get... Um, some people have actually managed to uh, go to college. No, no, not go to college, but just, like, to study university. it. Uh, no, not necessarily university, but, you know, just, just study, like, the book and then take the test and pass it. Like, I've known people who've done that, and, and they save a lot of money. But in my case, I went to college. And yeah. I got my certificate and then my license and then my my certification so that's how i got into the pharmacy field yeah yeah but if i had to go back to college i'd probably take i don't know like video engineering oh yeah uh since you like you like video games then yeah that will be a good program for you yeah but i'd have to study my ass off for that yeah especially because well, well you're you're really good at math so you wouldn't have a problem yeah uh, i'm okay at math it's just i suck at geometry and, like, the hardest form of algebra, I'm, like, terrible at it. Mm-hmm. But everything else I can get, no problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I had to take geometry senior year in high school, and I hated that class. But the <laughs> teacher was funny. He, he'd make people laugh. Yeah, I remember funny teachers in high school, too. Like <laughs> We had a lot of funny teachers. Like, I had one teacher for, I think, world history. I don't know, U- U.S. politics, I'm sorry. I got those classes mixed up a little. And I said she looks like Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. Because <laughs> it's kind of true. Just put glasses on Dee Snyder, put a little makeup, and become a high school teacher, and there you go. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know. One time she got so mad because we played um, We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister, and she was, like, cursing us out. <laughs> Yeah, m- maybe it wasn't the first time she was told she looked like Dee Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it got worse. I think one time I was not in in class. I think I was sick that day. I get a phone call from a friend of mine that was in that class, and he said, oh, yeah, we pissed her off today. I'm like, what'd you do? And they put an NWA song on there. <laughs> oh, gosh. But you could just take a random guess which song. Yeah, we're not going to take it? No. Oh. You know NWA, right? The rap oh, group? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, their most famous <laughs> Never song. Never mind. They, they put that song on. It pissed her off. <laughs> I'm like, you guys should have filmed that, recorded it, and sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that, that was classic when you piss off teachers like that. But some of the, uh, you know, they would be like, eh, whatever, but... Some teachers, when they snap, they just they just send you to the principal's office and or they yeah. just write you up. Yeah, exactly. I've been written up plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> like one when I was in junior high, I got what was called paper pickup. I don't know if you ever got that in school. No, I never got that. And because I got into it was with the same teacher, but at different times. I think I took two classes on two consecutive years with him. Mm-hmm. And when 
whenever I argued, uh, he would give me a paper pickup and that other person too. Well, paper pickup, for those of you who don't know, is where they, it, it's kind of like detention, except that you have to stick around after uh, lunch so that you can pick up after other students who made messes in the lunch area. Like you would pick up cartons of milk or, you know, plates, whatever trash is there. Just the nasty stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, isn't the school janitor supposed to do that? Like, well, I mean, I guess this is my punishment for saying all those nasty things I said, but oh, that's too much. I mean, at that point, I was like, oh, I'm so glad they're not making me clean the bathrooms. I know. (laughs) I would say the worst punishment I ever got is this weird kind of punishment. It was called on-campus suspension. Oh. Where... You still go to school, but you have to go to this one room all day. And when lunch is happening, you don't get to eat lunch until 10 minutes before. You know, ah. the bell rings. Wow. You only have a 10-minute lunch? They give you a terrible, like, sack lunch. Like, some nasty, like, salami sandwiches, a cookie, and a milk, and that's it. Oh, that that does sound nasty. So, whenever that happened, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bring, like, a whole bunch of pizza for myself. Oh, <laughs> Wow. You actually could, though? No, Um, I would just bring pizza. Like, you know, my mom would order Costco the night before. Whatever's left over, I'd just put it in a bag, run to the detention, and that's it. But uh, they wouldn't confiscate it? No. Oh, okay. That That's good. That, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, but when you're in that room, you have to just stay on folk, like, stay on task, you know, write... Uh, you know all that stuff they made you write like a full page saying i will not do this and that that kind of thing one time they did that to me other times people had to bring me like homework and classwork and stuff and i had to do that oh shoot (laughs) yeah and every time i left that room when school's over i'll just you know i'll give them the finger like you know what to hell with you guys (laughs) (laughs) but now i think about it like i shouldn't have done all that stuff right (laughs) Come on, I've been suspended a few times, detentions. I hate lunch detention, but after school detention is the worst. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, I got to wait an hour and then go home towards 3.30, almost 4. Yeah. I'd rather just be out with friends. <laughs> I-, I laugh when I remember detention because I did get uh, detention a couple of times for being late. And so one time... Um, we were at detention, and then when it was, it, it was stupid because, you know, they obviously do roll call, and then they write down who was there and who wasn't. Yeah. Because I guess if you miss detention, it's like they're going to take another disciplinary action against you. So uh, I did that, and um, I, I was there, but then this kid, like, uh, I, I was going to say brave kid, but no, that was actually very stupid because he pushed one of the teachers afterwards, like, say, oh, oh get shit. the hell out of my way. And they probably wrote it down, like, who was it so that he could get another punishment after. Like, I don't know what happened after that, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't, like, dip shit because of doing that. Yeah. Well, I think one time I got detention because I was being a smartass with one of the teachers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I just said something out of nowhere. She's like, you know, didn't she do, you know, I think one time I ran into her after school. And I'm supposed to do homework. And she's like, aren't you supposed to be home doing homework? I'm like, well, I ain't at home. <laughs> and man, like the scolding she gave me that day. <laughs> she's like, you know, you need to do homework. You want to succeed, right? I'm like, well, because I was 12, 13 years old. I didn't care. 
because right. you're a teen you don't care about school you care about other stuff i cared about skateboarding with friends and hanging out yeah yeah but she thought i was gonna fail eighth grade and i passed somehow Aww. even though i had bad grades <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah it proved her dumbass wrong yeah that was that was lucky yeah yeah because i had to take summer school because in my family they believe in that stuff uh, that you have to take summer school to catch up yeah i think they make you go like a month and a half and then that's it yeah sometimes it can get annoying like depending on the teacher you have yeah when i took summer school in high school i preferred to take a guitar class because it was really fun so yeah yeah for me i'd rather just take art you know because I, I like art like you know painting or pottery and stuff yeah, I, I also took art and animation in high school. It was really fun. The The animation teacher was awesome, but the art teacher, he was, like, he was a hard-ass, like. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I hate teachers like that. Yeah, and he, sometimes he would misplace my assignments and tell me that I didn't do them. I'm like, I, I hand them into you. What do you mean? <laughs> I had the cool art teacher, even though she would get pissed if someone, like, got on her nerves. <laughs> yeah i did pottery you know i passed that class with flying colors oh cool yeah doing pottery was fun you know you just sit there with the pottery wheel little thing of clay and just work with it i think one time my i think one of my classmates got in trouble because he made an ashtray an ashtray yeah you uh. know for like cigarettes and smoking and stuff uh. <laughs> he did it he did it as a joke and she got really pissed off but that should be considered modern art like yeah, he he did. He made a really cool, you know, ashtray. Mm. Yeah, me, I would just make plates, bowls, and cups. I don't have any of my artwork anymore, though. Yeah. Like I missed that because I think I last time I did it was in two thousand nine. Yeah, mm. that was the last time I did pottery because I was, you know, moving on to the twelfth grade. I don't have time anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I had fun, though, in that class. But the teacher, she's not there no more. She's retired. Because mm. she was, what, in her 60s? And she didn't want to teach forever. Yeah, it gets boring after a while. It mm. does, you know. I feel bad for any teacher who has to teach when they're past their 60s. Mm -hmm. I would say retire maybe, what, 60 at most? Because not right. everyone lives past 60. Exactly. Like, I hate when the... Like, does anybody tells you, oh, you got to work till you're 65 or 70? I'm like, what if I don't make it? Right. <laughs> what if you die before, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I, I'd rather retire maybe 55. Yeah. Well, it, it depends on how much money you got because I'm thinking if I don't have uh, much going as far as money is concerned by the time I'm 65, I'm not retiring. I'm <laughs> guess I'm just going to work until I die or something. <laughs> well... If my music career takes off, maybe I can retire young. Yeah, true. Yeah, you gotta just sometimes just have to make things happen in order for the money to start coming in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but money doesn't make me happy. This actually makes me miserable. <laughs> yeah, but at least it pays the bills, right? Because yeah. when you're not able to pay the bills, then all this stress piles up and then you, yeah, you snap. Well, and <laughs> money for bills is fine, but I was talking about like money, you know. When you have so much left over, it makes me miserable. Uh, and no, it's just that uh, people who are miserable because of money is because they either invest it uh, the Orly. wrong way or they just start spending like crazy. Like, 
I, I I've seen people doing that. They have money. I've had that bad habit. <laughs> and then they go all out buying expensive cars. Like when mm-hmm. when I was in college, that's the thing that my um English teacher would advise. It was like, you want if you have money, make sure you invest it in a house. Don't do it in a car because you know you'll be will, stuck paying it forever. It will not only that it will depreciate. Like you would buy it really expensive, mm-hmm. and then when you sell it, you have to sell it for cheap. So. They said, oh, you know what? Just don't buy a new car. Just buy a used one. You know that. Yeah, like the the SUV we saw the other day. You know, I saw it used for 2500 which is pretty decent. Yeah, true. Yeah, but I'm talking about back then, my financial issues. I had bad habits like that. Mm-hmm. Like mainly guitars or like, say, like uh, there's a movie or a CD I want. I'm like... Oh, should I grab it or should I just skip on it? <laughs> yeah. You ever feel like you have that uh urge? Yeah, like uh compulsive buying. I I, I mean, I'm not sure what what Once that in a while I get that. Yeah. Cuz some people like uh ladies especially uh they're addicted to watching the like networks, you know, like the QVC and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. And then they buy all these rare items and jewels and I'm mean, like I wouldn't be able to spend, like, I don't watch TV that much, first of all. So, I wouldn't be able to just uh, sit around and watch all this uh, shopping networks and just sit there yeah. and buy all this stuff. Like, I, I don't go to those. In fact, I don't even watch TV anymore. Yeah. Eh, TV's <coughs> kind of, you know. Dead in a way. But mm-hmm. the only time I watch TV is maybe sports. Like, if a sports game I like is on. Mm-hmm. Like, say there's a, you know sunday night or monday night football game going on and i see my team playing then i'm like okay let me turn it on right but, but i'll dvr it so then i can skip commercials i'm like i don't care what they're selling i want to just watch the game right yeah but not nah, my spending habits right now are so far so good yeah it's because um we're going, I, I mean, even though the COVID numbers are going down, then uh, I still see it as a crisis, you know? Yeah. Only on, until we're, we're completely, uh, uh, yeah, until the world gets rid of this pandemic, then we could say, oh, we could be back to normal. But yeah, this whole virus. That's why we need to, uh, as they say, stack chips for the rainy day because, you know, you need to save money, you know, so that you can spend it on something that you actually need. Like the yeah. money that i have put away you know that's for rainy day fund yeah exactly yeah the only time i'll take out is like say you know there's something big going on yeah for an emergency or something yeah Yeah. like say we need the money for groceries then i'm like okay i'll I'll dip into it and there you go (laughs) yeah because you need groceries or you know sometimes uh, especially if we're living together (laughs) oh yeah definitely i'm like you know let me dip into it i'll buy some groceries that'll last us a couple weeks at most yeah true and yeah yeah that's pretty you know decent <laughs> yeah to do. groceries and um, bills you know sometimes yeah. you need to buy um you know just basic stuff like toilet paper <laughs> um oh yeah i remember when this whole virus started everyone had like i think it was that habit of buying like a big huge you know crate of like toilet paper yeah that's what whenever I, I speak about the virus that's what i remember toilet paper hand sanitizer you know all the basics yeah 
Me, I'm good on toilet paper. I don't use that much. I think people also m- will buy like bulk uh, Lysol spray cans because I yeah. noticed that uh, uh, ending uh, March, beginning April, uh, it was really hard for me to see any Lysol at the store. Yeah, like I went to Walgreens the other day in my neighborhood and there's no Lysol. Recently? Yeah, like I went, I think, two days ago. So I wanted to go buy something to drink real quick, and there was no hand sanitizer. They had masks, but no toilet paper and no Lysol. Wow. I'm like, what the hell happened? Yeah, exactly. <coughs> like, and I, I get pissed off about that. Like, geez, you know, save some for us. Yeah, bulk buying. Yeah, that that's a problem. Like, before it was okay because... Um, before the pandemic, it was really easy for stores to just replenish all the yeah, the uh, items. But, y- you know, but now it's like they run out of stuff and and it's hard for them to come by with new merchandise. Yeah, it, especially it gets expensive. But Walgreens, mm-hmm. they started doing this thing where they, they limit how much you can take. Yeah, uh, I also heard recently that the governor or I'm not sure if it was just the governor or also the mayor in L.A. They were going to enforce laws to make sure that businesses don't overcharge for things that you actually need yeah i heard about that yeah which is good because just because we're on a crisis doesn't mean that we have to pay extra money for uh you know all the things we need at yeah, the house. yeah. I, I, yeah i hate that you know and it's abusive too yeah i would i would say though that i like the signs they have in walgreens like they limit i think it's two cases of water one hand sanitizer and one thing of toilet paper. They limit like that. Mm-hmm. Like th- I think all stores should do that. Cause I think last weekend we went to the store El Super and I saw this one guy had like a cart full of like bottles of water. Yeah, I remember. I think it was like five or six like huge ass you know containers. I'm I, like, what the hell? I think they're also doing it because a lot of people thought that for some reason Orange County was gonna be affected by the. Uh, California fires so that's oh, why because yeah. you know how people always buy bulks of uh, canned food and water bottles whenever there's uh, earthquakes or you know Fire any other disasters yeah uh, yeah I, I hate that you know just don't bulk buy just have stuff prepared just in case yeah yeah because if you storm the stores and start taking all their stuff it's not gonna help yeah my, my mom yeah she thought that too that uh that the fires were going to affect us so that we just have to take whatever we needed in case we got evacuated. But then uh, I was looking at the news, you know, I was reading the news online and I said, well, relax, mom. I mean, Southern California is affected, but not our area. But the places that are mostly affected are Northern California and even Oregon. Like, yeah, even uh, Portland. So I'm saying that the fire is not extending to Washington state. So that's pretty scary. Yeah. Like, well, we already found out why the fire happened. Like, seriously, you know, some gender reveal party happened and then boom. Yeah, another reason to dislike gender reveal parties, I guess. Yeah, it's it's easier to just get an ultrasound and, you know, throw a little, like, mini yeah. baby shower. Or, you know, I actually, um, I was curious. So, I actually saw some gender reveal parties uh, in YouTube on youtube you know videos yeah and some people don't do that uh firework, firework. Power, power yeah techniques. or or that color paint yeah a lot of people don't do that they just do like balloons 
either balloons or like they pop one balloon and then whatever color comes out there you go yeah so that's cute you know if you do um balloon you know something that will not be hazardous to yourself or to other people well we're not gonna be like that <laughs> <laughs> no i wouldn't do it because you know like i said uh l- like mike said you know it's better we just get an ultrasound and you know we, we throw a baby shower yeah baby shower so that everyone knows what to give to our baby yep and i already know what happens at many baby showers you always got you know lots of alcohol going on <laughs> for the boys and girls yeah because you know man they get bored with all this baby shower games that women have <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I, I hate going to baby showers, though. They're so, like, boring in a way. Yeah, e- Even if it's your own baby shower? <laughs> but if it's not, if we're having a baby, then, yeah, we'll ha- I'll have to go to it, but I'm not going to be bored. It's funny because one time at work, we, thro- uh, we wanted to throw a baby shower for a guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because then we bought all these uh, boxe- boxes of Subway sandwiches with chips and everything. Oh, and nice. And I'm like, wow, this is the first baby shower for a man i've seen <laughs> why the, he had like a big belly or something or <laughs> no his wife was pregnant but i'm oh, like oh nice. so we're doing a baby shower for the guy <laughs> <laughs> hey that's a that's a cool thing to do for him yeah like i would have done the same except i would congratulate him with like a little bottle of like liquor i'm like hey you know you're gonna need that <laughs> <laughs> yeah Especially when the baby arrives, so, you know, waking you up five times an- per night. I can't handle that. I would probably pull my hair out. Because I had that with my nephew, you know, like uh, he was very little, uh, you know, Ruby yeah. was little. So my sister goes like, oh, can you just help me up with, with the baby, you know, with Xavier? So he slept with us when he was very little and he would wake me up. Mm-hmm. And I always had to get up and get the formula ready, you know. So oh, yeah. And it was like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, it was about five times per night. Jesus. And I'm like, wow. So this is what my aunt had, through, had to go through when I was a baby. Damn. Yeah. Ka- karma is really a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, karma hits everybody. Yeah. Like if any of us do anything bad, then it will hit us hard. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, this is karma for like. I'm paying for everything I've been doing ever since I was a baby, too. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Sheesh. I'm like, I wonder what else uh, I'm going to be seeing in the future because of what I did when I was, like, five or ten years old. <laughs> yeah, we just got to raise our kids right, though. Right, because I've seen, uh, you know, t- speaking about parenting, I, I've seen a lot of strange things in supermarkets and parks because yeah all because these parents were not able to raise their kids right oh when we have kids we're gonna raise them right mm-hmm. like if they act up like hey you want to go to mcdonald's then act right <laughs> yeah because <laughs> um i think one time i went to i think it was walmart like i had to go buy something for my vinyl record collection because you know, it's fallen over and it doesn't fit on my shelf, so I had to buy a separate little thing. And this one lady was telling her kids, like, get your butts over here, and the kids aren't listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one was messing, on, messing around on this little, like, tricycle. The other was in the video game area. Uh. And I could just hear the screaming and cursing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, nice parenting. Yeah, I I guess that kid will not be buying that video game. 
<laughs> yeah, because I think he's playing the Nintendo Switch. Ah. Uh. I'm like, geez, you better go to your, you know, parents, kid. Or maybe he'll buy it and, you know, just try to beat it when he's at home or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, I try to buy a Nintendo Switch, but it's too expensive at the moment because my financial situation. And every time I go to a place to buy one, they're never available. Wow. Except my friend Jimmy, he took me to this uh, Target and there was one. Hmm. But it was like 300 I'm like, oh, I don't have the money. <laughs> yeah wow 300 yeah um i think that's what i paid when i bought the playstation 2 back in the day <laughs> actually it wasn't that expensive back then uh, the ps2 was like about 200 yeah but um i had a because you know i had a, a father who spoiled me a lot so we had this bad habit of buying things like brand new when they first came out oh yeah that's so pricey. that's why i think yeah it was 299.99 when i got the ps2 that's how much i paid when the ps3 came out yeah because uh, i was gonna get a ps2 from a local radio station which i will not mention but i want this uh game and they said that they were gonna send me one whenever they were in stock but i kept calling and calling and they're like nope not in stock yet i'm like Damn, they were just playing tricks on me. Oh, they were just messing with you. Yeah. That's 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 the worst thing to ever go through. That's why I get pissed when people do that to me. Yeah, that's why I was laughing because, uh, you know, when I was a temp at a pharmacy at this uh, psych hospital, like one of the techs was um, playing uh, during our lunch hour. They were playing a game uh, on the radio to win money. Mm-hmm. And I was whispering at this other tag, you know, he, he's not even if he wins, he's not going to get that money. And guess what? He never did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. These I mean, I don't I don't mean to badmouth uh, radio stations. But yeah, if you uh, call and then you play this game and then they tell you that you want this and that. Uh, don't believe it. You're never going to get that. I know. That's why I don't I don't even listen to the radio anymore. You know? Yeah, it's just that they don't even play the, the music you like. Yeah, the good stuff is gone. They'll just play, like, whatever's popular today, and that, that it, it's that's so, not popular to me. Yeah, and it's also because of censorship. You know, they don't want to... Like, back then, they would just censor the bad words, but now, uh, flat out, they don't want to play any more music with uh, swear words. Like, Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say um, the reason the censorship happened um, in the 80s, I think 85, 86, mm-hmm. you know, Tipper Gore, right? Al Gore's wife. Oh, she, yeah. she got that pen parental advisory sticker put on like a lot of albums that came out. Mm. It's because she bought her daughter a Prince album that had a sexual song in it. Ah, oh, interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, see, bad parenting. And now she wants to blame everybody else. <laughs> yeah. But this. Oh, oh, so that, that's interesting. I, I didn't know that whole uh, censorship was because of a uh, first lady. No, I think, no, she was like, no, Al Gore was like vice president. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was yeah you, you got so, the so positions she's, wrong. She's the wife of the former vice. Bi- oh, yeah, because Al yeah. Gore uh, never won, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, he would have won. I don't know what happened, but I don't want to get into politics. <laughs> yeah. But, um. Yeah, like, I think she attacked uh, D. Snyder from Twisted Sister saying, oh, he doesn't know how to speak English. But then when he did a speech, he blew them away. Ah. Yeah, he spoke perfectly, you know, fluent English saying, oh, you know, 
Oh, yeah. This is saying, you know, we've been direct targets by you guys because you want to censor music and try to police music. And that, that's not going to help. Yeah, it's not good to censor um, freedom of speech. Like Yeah, because music falls under freedom of speech. Yeah. Like, I already know if I release an album, they're going to censor all my stuff. Saying, oh, too graphic, too gory, too much swearing, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what, what you need to understand is, like, even if you don't agree with what someone has to say, you have to defend uh, the right to say it because that's freedom of speech. Yeah, as long as you're not saying horrible things about people, then... You know? Yeah, no, yeah, just stay away from discrimination or saying something uh, offensive. Yeah, exactly. Like, too offensive. Like, if you want to say something about what you believe about a certain subject, then yeah, you should go right ahead and say it. You know? Yeah, that's why, you know, I agree with D. Snyder and everybody else that can't stand, you know, <laughs> you know, when politicians do that. You know, I agree with them. Like, hey, you know what? Don't censor music. How about you censor war and censor, you know, the bad stuff? Yeah, the things that really affect the country and the world. And Yeah. Like, every time I see a metal album with that parent, you know, advisory sticker on it, it pisses me off. Yeah. But then <laughs> I found out there's, like, if it doesn't have it, there's a clean version. Oh. But it's stupid, though. Like, they take the whole word out and it sounds horrible without it. Like, or they might replace it with a word that sounds similar, right? Yeah, but then it sounds stupid. Like, they're trying to dumb it down for us. Yeah, like, I think they made uh, Marilyn Manson do that with one of his songs. Yeah. Like, uh, from the... From his... Uh, I, I don't want to say his newest albums, but it was an album that came up in uh, 20... 2008? I'm not sure, but it was like... <clears throat> I think there was one um, he did for the Matrix Reloaded uh, soundtrack. Mm -hmm. It's called This Is The New Shit, but they censored it. Yeah, that, that's what I, I was talking about. Uh, the The song is called The New Shit, but but he it, it was censored so that it would be the new hit. You know, yeah. so shit, but without the S. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've seen him live in concert at OzFest, and he did play it, but I didn't care for seeing him, even though I have respect for him. I was mainly going for, like, Rob Zombie and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, you were going for the... The headliners. Yeah, the, the acts you know. Yeah. Yeah, mainly Ozzy, because I've grown up with Ozzy. You know, I'm a fan of his music. And if he ever hears this recording, you know, I'm a big fan. Love your music. I'm always going to love it, no matter what. Uh. I know you would freak if you ever had the chance to meet him in person. <laughs> I would. I I'd probably do the Wayne's World, you know, we're not worthy thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd be just bowing to him saying, "I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy." <laughs> yeah, I would I would do the same thing with uh Gary Newman, you know, he's my idol. Like uh for those of you who don't know who Gary Newman is, he started in the late 70s in his uh native country which is England, you know, just the like UK. Aussie. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so he started in the late, he's a music pioneer, actually. He, uh, he started with, uh, he, yeah, an industrial pioneer, a, a legend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, he should be respected by other, you know, industrial yeah, artists. So if you're, f I'm pretty sure th those of you listening are familiar with David Bowie. So you definitely should check out uh, Gary Newman. His music is, you know, it's been such an inspiration to me, like an inspiration to write and 
come up with all these ideas about a, a story that I'm making up. But you know, you yeah. you'll read up you'll read about it soon because this is something that I definitely want to do. So yeah. Even though I've heard one of his songs so many times in like movies and TV shows and stuff, is I think it, it was Cars. Ca- Cars. Oh yeah, that's one of his most popular songs. It's I did laugh. Uh, Family Guy kind of made fun of it when uh, Brian, you know, was getting back with that girl uh, Jillian, who's really. S- you know, really dumb. Yeah. Jillian or Jillian, I think. Oh, Jillian. Yeah, I'm Jillian. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and Brian was making fun of him, so they put the song on, and then of course Brian, uh, no, Stewie, Stewie was singing yeah. over it. He singing. did his own lyrics. <laughs> yeah, and that pissed Brian off. I'm like, oh, I feel bad for and him. And he just turned it off. I feel bad for him. I'm like, wow, yeah. to have a, that song rearranged and blown right there. <laughs> Now, I wouldn't care if someone took one of my songs and made fun of it. I would just be like, oh, cool. Yeah, because you have a sense of humor. (coughs) Like, even though I'm a metalhead, there's one. um, He's like a parody artist. I respect him, and he's funny as hell. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic. He's Mm. hilarious because he'll take a song, mess with the lyrics, and make it funny. (laughs) Like, he took, like, a Nirvana song, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit, and called it Smells Like Nirvana. And oh. it's hilarious. Like, the music video is funnier if you ever watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would say that's one of my favorite covers he did. And then this other cover he did was making fun of Michael Jackson's bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, he put the word fat instead. Oh, gosh. I, <laughs> I saw that video and I was dying. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I wonder what the king of pop is thinking. But did he do this? <laughs> oh, so he did it when um, Michael Jackson was still alive? Yeah. I think it was like the late 80s he did it. Yeah, it's just that uh, what I noticed is that Michael Jackson would, would take it personal whenever people made fun of his. Like, he wasn't a hard ass or, or mean or anything. It's just that uh, you probably. He, he, re- he didn't like the parodies. Yeah, you probably recall that scene with Charlie Sheen, right? And one of, I believe it was. Scare Movie 3. Uh, yeah, it was like, um, you know, the Michael Jackson parody was struggling with. Um, Charlie Sheen in that movie because they were doing a parody of this uh, scary movie and I think what happened is that uh, he for some reason he hooked got his a nose hook. and yeah and then um, I don't know how well I forgot how it turned out but um, my the, the Michael Jackson in the movie was about to fall of a window and then uh, Charlie was trying to pull him up but uh, the Ripped his nose yeah, not not only the nose, but the whole skin fell off, right? No, no, no. The skin didn't fall off. He They found the skin near the field. Oh, no, but I thought he picked up the skin and... No, no, no. They they were near the cornfield. They picked up the skin, like, what the hell is going on? And they see something in the cornfield running, but it runs into a sign. Like, imagine running into that. Like, uh, just a person where you can see the, the insides, you know, the muscles and... Yeah, it's probably an alien or something, but... <laughs> Like, even though I don't like Michael Jackson's music, I respect him because he was a pioneer. He did something unique. Yeah, the king of pop. Yeah, it's sad he's gone, but he left a legacy behind that no, nobody can touch. Yeah, so. Because I think before he died, he, I think they said he set a record. I think he sold more than 100 million albums. Yeah, and he was ready to go on a world tour called yeah. uh, This Is It. Yeah, this teacher I did not like in school she was the huge Michael Jackson fan. Had oh. all his albums on CD and would listen to them constantly. Wow. And every time I would make a Michael Jackson joke, she would get mad at me. <laughs> like, I don't like to make jokes about him, though. 
Oh, like, that, I have respect But did him. you ever uh, talk, like, using his voice and saying jokes? <laughs> One time I did, just to mess with her, but she got mad at me. Because <laughs> I knew a teacher who could, like, he, he was, like, a substitute teacher, but he knew how to imitate his voice and do jokes. And, oh, like, we were dying at that classroom whenever <laughs> he did that because he started saying something about cookies and milk. Oh, my God. I would, <laughs> if I saw that or if I heard that, I would have been laughing. Yeah, so a lot of people were devastated in 2009 when he died. Yeah, I think it was, I was in summer school at that time, and I heard the news. Like, I walked into class, and the teacher's like, did you hear what happened? I'm like, what happened? And he said, Michael Jackson just passed. I'm like, what do you mean? And he turned on the news and showed me. Yeah, uh, I remember where I was, too. I went to L.A., and I was still living in, in the Valley. So then I I got home because I was on my on a trip to L.A. doing something, and then uh, they, they're saying that he was taken by an ambulance. I'm like, mm, he got sick again. But no, um, then the, the reporter said that he died. I'm like, what the hell? But what's yeah. sad is that my, my sister is a big uh, Michael Jackson fan, and she was pregnant with Ruby yeah. when she heard that. And she was just crying. I'm like, you know what? I, I understand, but this is not good for you or for your baby, you know, to be crying like this. <laughs> yeah. When I heard about his death, I didn't know what to say. Like, I was shocked, like, and speechless at the same time. I'm like, how did it happen? And they said his doctor had done something to him. Yeah. Conrad Murray. Yeah, like, that's why, if you're going to have, like, a personal doctor, make sure they're licensed to do what they're doing. I think that this uh, Conrad uh, gentleman, you know, the doctor, I think he is licensed. The only problem is that they did a misuse of a control medication, which, uh, you know, as a tech, I know that that's pretty bad. Like, you could even lose your license because of that. So I I think he did lose his license and went to jail. I I think it was like 40 years they put him behind bars. Hmm. So he's still in jail now? Yeah, 40 years because that's (sighs) technically manslaughter or even murder. Yeah, and he was, I think he was already in his 50s when he went to jail, so. Yeah, he, he ain't going to get out until he's 90. Wow, no, he, he'll probably die in prison then. Who knows? Yeah, because there's a lot of fans of Michael Jackson that were very upset and they wanted to know what happened as well. Right. Like, yeah, they, they talked about it on this, well, VH1 Classic's not around no more, but they had this thing called the 100 Most Shocking Music Moments. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's death was number one. Yeah, because nobody expected him to yeah, die. Yeah, it, it hit like that. Because he was, everybody know. thought that he was doing well uh, health-wise. Yeah, they said two weeks before he seemed healthy. He was just hiking in the hills. And then you hear about that. Like, what happened? Yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah, Yeah, one of my friends, she cried, you know, because <laughs> she's, she's the big Michael Jackson fan. <laughs> I yeah. know, like, every time we'd hang out, she had her MP3 player playing all the songs. And she's like, man, it sucks he's gone. I'm like, hey, at least his suffering's over. He's up there now. Right. Yeah, because up there is no problems. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all the time we got. Thank mm-hmm. you guys so much for joining us. <laughs> yeah, this was fun. Our very first, po- first podcast. It was uh, great talking, uh, you know, about uh, our, what we like and, you know. All our stuff. So, if you have any suggestions of what we should talk about next, just, you know, hit us up on social media or even on our YouTube channel and we'll try to get back to you about it. Yeah, and we'll be doing our next podcast in the next two weeks. So, uh, today's Friday, the uh, 
9-11. So we're going to be doing it. Yeah. And not next Friday, but the following Friday. So thank you guys. And you have a wonderful evening. Yeah. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye.